GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. We're speaking now to Christian Santos, um, who had, I think, what must have been a very emotional day yesterday. Christian, it, it must have been enjoyable, but also like a bittersweet one. Yeah, you know? First of all, hi, Jonathan. We haven't even said hello yet. We, we go straight into straight it, on it Christian, yeah, <laughs> straight into it. It was a great day. You know, it was a Carmen's Day. I'd kind of spent the last three weeks doing a whole farewell um, series of farewell receptions that we fondly called it the farewell tour. Because <laughs> it seemed like... Because you don't do things by halves. Not at all. You know what happened, Jonathan? It, it's been such a great two years. I wanted to have everyone who's formed a part of my time in office to come back. Um, so yesterday, yes, it was it was uh, a, a lovely day. It was great to hand over to Carmen. I, I remember two years ago how special I felt that day. So for me, it was a great moment of closure where I'd kind of forgotten, I've forgotten, I kind of um, remembered everything I did for the past two years and proud that I uh, that I achieved everything I set out to do. So it was it was a lovely day all in all. And um, uh, and you, you sort of hand over now to, to Garmin, who, who obviously will bring a, a slightly different approach to um, being mayor of Gibraltar. Let's, let's have a very quick listen to what she had to say. I hope to make a difference in the lives of the older generation particularly by creating special moments for them to enjoy. I look forward to bringing together different religious groups to celebrate our diversity and hold interesting debates where we can discuss ways of improving our lives as we go forward. This and working together with the Department of Culture to hopefully be able to invite a well-known artist on the world stage whom I met on various occasions during my career in London to visit such shows and so many other things that I want to do. So, uh, Carmen saying there, our new mayor, Carmen Gomez, that she's going to focus on on um, on celebrating, um, uh, more, I suppose, people who are at a at a uh, later stage in their lives, um, and uh, and I think that sort of contrasts with you in some way because you've really brought a lot of people uh, uh, who are younger uh, into City Hall who perhaps previously wouldn't have gone to City Hall so often. Um, the role of the mayor is, is great because it gives you the opportunity to bring your own uh, personality to it. You're only require, required to do, you know, the Armistice Day, Mayor's Awards, Freedom of, of the City. That's the ceremonial side. But then you're given freedom to be yourself and do whatever you, you can do, whatever you want to do with the role. Um, so she's focusing on that, which is great. I focused on uh, on on all the different just celebrating our diversity you know we, we were all kind of on the same boat and, and Anthony Lima did the same we, we kind of feel a responsibility to celebrate our community what happens is that I've um, also got a lot of um, energy uh, that my I carried on doing Gampa so, but there's always so much time during the day for me that I wanted to do as much as as I could. Um, I'm very excited as, to as see. As Carmen said, you've got youth, or you had youth. You yeah, still yeah. have, but in the, in, the, in your capacity <laughs> yeah, as mayor, yeah. you had youth on your side, and, and I suppose you were that little bit closer and more connected to more young people. Yeah. And, and 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 I think that re- was reflected in who um, yeah. was there. No? I tried to open City Hall up for anyone that wanted to come. So I worked with a lot of young people, a lot of organisations that were with young people. I also went to the daycare centre, which I loved. And the Charles Bruce on house and basically try to celebrate the achievements of, of 
every, everyone in the community, you know, and, and not just achievements, just celebrate the diversity of our community. Uh, um, one thing that, that struck me from what you said yesterday in your sort of uh, parting speech was that you, you thought that you understood the role, the great work that charities carry out in mm. Gibraltar before you were mayor, but once you were mm. mayor and brought them in and spoke to them for longer, you yeah. realised that what they were doing was not this, it was like ten times what you thought. Huh? Yeah, you spend time, you spend every Friday going to Main Street and you give you a little pound or two pounds or five or whatever you want to give and you think, oh yes, they're, they're doing great work. Um, we see the Reading for Life that just happened. Uh, you see the five in five and you see the, the small campaigns that they do and you think that's it. And then you sit and chat with these people and you realise that what we see is just the surface of what the they tip of the iceberg, do. No? Literally, it's the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more underneath. There's a huge organization, um, something like Breast Cancer Gibraltar, uh, support group Gibraltar is some, I think, oh, they're doing their little walks here and there. And then you sit with them. They've bought equipment for the cancer unit. They're constantly supporting women who need the, 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 different facilities they work with cancer relief every charity does so much more and for me it's been a huge learning curve and has, has it's, some of that surprised you like as yes, in like it has it may, has as in like uh because of the the benevolent uh, charity work or also because of perhaps the 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 fact that there are some people in our society who really need help that sometimes are a little bit Hidden. No, that the needing of help in our community, that's something that I'm a trustee of the EV Foundation, so I kind of know what's going on with regards to, to, to that side of things. For me, it's my own ignorance has surprised me because something like cancer relief, I'm sure 90% of people who haven't needed to go to cancer relief have no idea what happens there. Because I went and I thought, I, have, I had no idea the premises were so great, the facilities and everything they offered. And it's because we haven't needed it, so we don't, really pay much heed to it. We know what they do and we support it. I've always supported cancer relief, but until I went, but that's cancer relief one, but uh, prostate cancer support, everybody. You think, my own ignorance on all these topics, I just support them, but I I didn't realise how much support they needed and how much work they did and how much I could learn about myself through it. Huh? Amazing. Well, um, there's a number of things that I want to uh, ask you about uh, between now and two o'clock, but maybe I can just take a moment to remind our, our viewers and listeners that we're live with Christian Santos, uh, who handed over the baton to Carmen Gomez yesterday. Uh, she's now the mayor of Gibraltar with Nikki Guerrero, uh, the deputy mayor. Uh, I'd like to ask you, Christian, between now and two, um, about uh, the portrait, the amazing portrait that Leslie Gaduso uh, produced uh, for you, which will now hang at City Hall. And Christian, of course, uh, you, you really sort of threw a lot of energy into your time as mayor. Um, from, from the... From from the get-go, really, no. Even though we were coming out of COVID, you you really wanted to make the time count. Yeah, exactly. It was straight after COVID, and for me, I had two years to plan. So I knew what I wanted to do, what I wanted to achieve. Especially, let's remember when I was first um, asked or first announced to be uh, deputy mayor. Um, there were people who thought it was the best idea ever, and there were people who didn't really think it was a great idea. So for me, this constant um, need to prove myself to myself was going to start from the moment I had the investiture. I had events the following day. Um, and not just to prove people wrong. It's not about that because remember my background is entertainment and, and there are people who know me and know what I can do and know my ambition and know the, the academic or the business side of, of, of what I do. And there are people who see me hopping about, you know, in a costume doing like a comedy show. So um, 
it was a good time for me to show another side of who I was as well. Like a more serious side, do you think? Or? No, I wouldn't say more serious, but um, because I, I take everything, doing comedy is a very serious affair, you know? So, um, but aside of of me that people may not have seen in the public eye. My friends knew weren't surprised by anything that I... Uh, my friends weren't really surprised with what I wanted to... what I was doing. But those who didn't know me, um, it was a chance to to get to know me better. Um, that side of my personality and how proud I, how proud I am of my identity as a Gibraltarian. And promote that, which was my whole thing, my two years. Promoting our identity as Gibraltarians. We can never forget who we are, where we come from, where we're going and what we all stand for. And I suppose people who uh, have uh, taken in some of the theatre that you've been involved in will know that you always try to have uh, something which resonates with people's lived experiences today mm. in Gibraltar. Um, and, and that, I suppose, speaks to that identity aspect and exploring and, mm. and breaking down some barriers. Um, but, but if we can take it back a step, uh, do you think that perhaps... Um, your appointment originally you said that it was a bit marmite you yeah. know some people loved it some people didn't like it do you think that was also partly to do with your age because up until that point the the mayorship had been more a reward for a lifetime of work exactly. and, and you were coming to it at, at an earlier age yeah it could have it could have been any type of of reason you know people are free to have their opinions and and that's exactly what they are they're people's opinions so um i'm used to it coming from the industry that i come from and the type of person i am and the upbringing I've had and um, so it, it, is, it is what it is and I, I thought as well uh, as you say it's usually been a reward for someone's lifetime of achievements and, and contribution which I didn't feel I had done yet I've done a lot for my country and a lot and, and, and all this but so have a lot of other people so for me it was my chance to just say I'm going to use my age as my advantage use that energy and use that vibrancy to kind of be uh, in the middle between the young generation and the older generation. So I can kind of cover the whole spectrum of, of our community. Okay, excellent. Uh, and we discussed earlier how um, your age and your connectedness to younger people through Gampa and through theatre more generally mm. um, allowed you perhaps to, 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 have, uh, to, to bring down the average age of people in, uh, in visiting City Hall, no? I just wanted people to visit City Hall. Yeah. I'm not saying that you only brought yeah. in young people. but Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. yeah but, but generally what I mean is I, love, I, I remember the first time I went to City Hall. And I felt so special and I felt like I really enjoyed the building. And as the years went and with, with John's tenure before me, um, my predecessor, John Gonzalez, and how we started fixing up the whole floor. And it's just a beautiful place. And I just thought I want to give this opportunity to everyone to feel what I felt the first time. And it was one thing with my staff and we always discussed it. I'm like, it doesn't matter who walks in through that door or whether they're coming in to see the mayor or, or the mayor's parlor. Everyone needs to come in and they need to leave like royalty doesn't matter who you are and it was something very special to me to be able to offer that to there's a lot of older women that used to come and say I've never been here before and I thought it's so so magical to be able to give people that opportunity a lot of tea parties no a lot of tea parties and a lot of the tea parties and the breakfast and that happened because when I'd been before to a lot and I still do and I, and I will continue to go to lots of receptions that are larger 50 60 70 80 um, people you don't get a chance to interact in the same way as an intimate 12 group around a table does. Claro. So for me, it was about that. And it still means more to me and to them to have that small uh, round 
table discussion um, that maybe in my bigger parties I only had a certain amount of time that I could spend with, with, with the guests, you know? Uh, so let me give you a chance to address one of the sort of criticisms that I've heard mm-hmm. levelled um, at your uh, time in uh, as mayor or at you perhaps, uh, that uh, all of these events must have cost the taxpayer a lot of money. They don't. And that's the thing. We, uh, and I've seen that a few times. Um I in-housed everything. I work in events. So as opposed to outsourcing catering or outsourcing entertainment, we brought it in-house. So the cost of a... Of, I'm not going to go into numbers really because it's, it's not the point. But I can assure you that the cost is at least a quarter of what it normally is. And I've let it set up so that hopefully we can do that. That's why I could do so much. I would, um, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd buy f- the food and everything at like... Uh, at cost price and we'd cook it and we built a, we had a kitchen there um, we became our own suppliers so for example we also work with the EV Foundation so the service staff was uh, from the EV Foundation so we offered people jobs and it became a donation and um, yeah it, the, the cost is very minimal I can tell you that both years I've given I haven't I haven't used all the money from the the vote and we made money because we we did a lot of uh, tours and stuff inside for tourists that were paid for so we also put some money into the the kitty you know so there was a lot of money given back to the taxpayer I can assure you that so so you were thinking of it you were conscious of it and making it a, a tight ship yeah I had to because I couldn't okay I work in events I couldn't for the life of me outsource something that I could do for cost price most of the time and not nothing to do with you know the service industry I, I worked with, with with a lot of them and the sourcing of all materials was was local and, and foods and everything so I just wanted to make sure that I could use the money as efficiently as I possibly could without it being because you know I can imagine people seeing those photos and thinking my goodness I can assure you the money has never been um, I've never spent it <laughs> All right, let me ask you uh, next, Christian, about uh, the beautiful portrait uh, that Leslie Gaduso prepared for you. Um, we, uh, most of us, uh, will have first seen it in, in I think, GBC's uh, programme, making a portrait of Mayor Christian Santos, which uh, aired on Monday and actually repeats tonight at 10pm. It's, uh, it's available if you're online. It's available on our website, gbc.gi. Just click on TV, TV programs making a portrait of Mayor Christian Santos. Um, let me first um, play the reactions from your brother and, and mom and your husband uh, to the unveiling of this portrait. Me parece muy bien. Vamos, me ha encantado. Hasta, hasta me he emocionado, de verdad que sí. Sadly, my father's not here to share these moments, and he would be the proudest because he was that type of, of person who would just thrive on, on his son's successes. Um, so that's the first thing I, th- I thought. I'm like, that's my dad's hands. Y mira, va a ser la mano de mi padre, mamá. Pero escúchame, pero es que la cara... Pero es que la cara, la mirada... Es que... It's, it's exactly, exactly, exactly... Leslie and Sadio, it's exactly, exactly what I wanted. Thank you very much. You see the little details, like the piano there as a musician. And I, I, I don't know, I'm, I've been blown away, to be honest, with, uh, with the quality of uh, the work that's been produced. Your brother and before him, your husband and uh, yourself and, and your mum. And you made reference there to how proud your, your father would have been, Christian. Yeah, it's imagine you go down in, in local history. Like that portrait will hang at City Hall 
forever, hopefully. Uh, so it was a very important um, part of my tenure. And it took a whole two years to come up with it because... I interviewed and uh, with diff- and I met with different artists and I looked at different artists' um, work. And it was so important for me to leave something that represented my time in office, myself as a person, with the utmost respect for the role of the mayor, but with myself in it too. And um, we had hours and hours worth of discussion on composition and how I felt I wanted to be you, represented. You chose Leslie? Yes, I did. In the end, I had one meeting with Leslie and at the end, I thought, he gets me and gets what I want. And the artists that I saw, all of them, I knew I was going to like the work. That was never in question. A lot of it is about understanding me. And you've known me for, for a long time, Jonathan. I'm a, I'm a difficult person to maybe understand fully. Uh, I'm not complicated. It's just I, I, I just need to be understood where I'm coming from, what I want to represent, what I strive for, what I work towards. And I am very proud of my identity, of who I am every part of me and I, I thought I don't just want to have a portrait of me sitting down maybe or or me in the robes or me in a room or just one thing wasn't what I wanted for myself I wanted to be represented as Christian who is married who is a musician who is the mayor with the robes in, 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 in show but not necessarily on my chain is how I've lived my, my tenure you know with my suit and my chain that's my time in office mm. and I wanted like the, the rainbow colours to represent you know my sexuality even though I didn't want it to be like a flag I wanted something that wasn't necessarily the staves and the notes to represent I'm a musician so it's it was the composition was something that we took a lot of time so, so for somebody who hasn't seen it the piano is there you're so of yeah. you know next to the piano uh, and that will symbolize your love of music uh, and there's a, a rainbow in that piano and, and it, it, a reflection of the it's light fairly subtle isn't it's it very subtle because it's it's a reflection of the light from the window and it's that spectrum of colors that comes from that's what makes light white light you know so that's why we did that and then we changed one of the hands from one of the uh, other pictures and other um you know uh, pose poses that i did because i wanted to see my wedding ring which is something that's very important um red white and blue because i wanted my you know the suit had to be blue because it's the british colors and of course and the red and white tie because i'm gibraltarian and the robes there behind me over my shoulder and if you see that they're taller than me because I wanted to to really represent that the robes are the role of the mayor is higher than than me as a person and it was all very much thought of yeah excellent well I, I can't recommend it enough making a portrait of Mayor Christian Santos uh, is available on our website and again uh, plays on GBC television tonight at uh, 10 o'clock we're with Christian for just a little bit longer uh, he hand over he handed over the um, uh, the baton of Mayor to Carmen Gomez yesterday what will you do next Christian I'm one for short-term goals. Um, so right now, to be honest, I just want to have a bit of a break after next week that I have my show. So yesterday I went to the investiture and then had to get changed and go to rehearse because I've got my end-of-term show for Gamp next week. And then I kind of want to give back my time to my family and my friends and my husband. That's for now. And then, God knows, there's a lot that I'd love to do um, from here on. But let's see, you know, I have to wait to see what, what life brings my way. No? Would you consider politics? Oh, um, who knows, you know, it's something that you you always think, listen, there are jobs all over this politics, Gibraltar House in London, um, something here locally, maybe move, expand Gampa, there's a million things that could happen. Um, I don't know, really, I would consider a million things, I just have to like sit down with myself and think, okay, but. Open to offers, no? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, Christian, we're, we've got a few more minutes. Let me ask you a few quick-fire questions to try and um, and try and get them all in um, before we let you get back to, to the rest of your day. Uh, Amy says that that was a beautiful moment for your mum, yeah. the unveiling, and just to hear her voice and see her, that it must have been lovely. You know, because it, it was great for you, but as a mum as well, not to, to see her son. Exactly. Think about it. My mum is a, is a woman who's uh, been a mother before anything else. That's what she's been. She's brought up our kids. My father worked. He worked shifts. He worked very hard. Um, so we're, we're normal middle class people, like, you know, like the normal Gibraltarian. For her, seeing her son um, be invested as the mayor and then go down in history, like the portrait really brought it home for her because for the first a year or so she was like taken aback and then this past year she's really enjoyed my time in office and being mayor so for her it was imagine that I could give that to my mum is Na- Naomi asks is there anything that you didn't get to do that you wanted to do um I didn't get to travel <laughs> but I was always you know I was very conscious of stuff like and I know that people say that uh, uh the taxpayer but I was like if there's no need I'm, I got invited to lots of different places but I thought will it make a change will it matter if I go um and it never seemed to. And then I was going to go and do a twinning, uh, uh, but it got cancelled at the last minute because of, of weather. It was over in, in Tangiers, uh, which was an, an MOU, wasn't a twinning. Um, there was horrible weather. I could never go. And uh, But I would have loved to have represented Gibraltar somewhere abroad, but it needed to be something that I, I think would have made a change for me to you know, go over and time expense and all that. Another question from Naomi. Was there, was there any moment where you found yourself or, or your identity being challenged during your time in mayor when you had to be more official than you had been previously? Okay, that was my whole worry at the beginning, that I, I, I wanted to remain true to myself, but respect the, the gravitas of the role, you know? So for me, it was something that on the first day I was very worried about until I realized that I, I I just needed to be myself. I'm a well-mannered individual. I'm educated. It's not like um, my my worry came from people's perception of who I was. And I realized I don't need to um, break down or, or give up on me being a fun, young, lo- young fun-loving person. Um, I'm also serious I and mean, I'm also academic and I also sit down and I read and I also hop, skip and jump with kids when they come and I am all of that and all of that encompasses the role of the mayor because you're representing the people of Gibraltar and the people of Gibraltar are diverse. So, And on that note, um, before I let you go, it's Pride Month. What's your your parting message on, on Pride Month? My parting message is... Uh, Listen, we just need to accept people. That's my whole thing. We're, we're all for acceptance. Throughout the year, I'm all for trying to make people feel like they belong wherever they are, no matter your gender, your sexuality, your, your social, economic background, your religion. It's about being who you are and having people accept you. Pride Month brings forward the LGBTQ plus community and we just need to accept that people may not be like you, but you know, acceptance. That's okay. Christian, um, a pleasure chatting to you. You too, Jonathan. I'm sure we'll have you back in the studio <laughs> talking see. about another project very soon. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck with your next advent- endeavours and adventures. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar Today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand.